You ought to know I'm Alan Clark. I love baseball. I really do. Abner Doubleday and I go way back. Every Major League Baseball team began the 2018 season on March 29th. Please make a note of it. All 30 teams played on the same day in 2018, the first time this has happened since 1968. By 1968, I had finished my playing days, having gone through Little League, Babe Ruth League, High School, American Legion, College, and Semi-Pro Baseball. Once I reached this milestone, I began coaching in youth leagues and at a high school in Tennessee. Following my illustrious coaching career, just kidding, although we did win a game or two, I began reporting on baseball, mostly for radio stations throughout the Southeast. Now I do streaming baseball for Covenant College in Lookout Mountain, Georgia. You see, the game is in my blood. My earliest memories are of my dad and me playing catch, as we called it, in our yard, just tossing the ball back and forth to each other. Dad loved baseball, too, and played some in his life. He was a devoted baseball dad and came to all my games as often as he could. My younger brother Ray and I also played in the yard, using our house as the outfield wall, the downspouts as foul lines, and the hedge behind the batter as the catcher to keep from chasing the pitched balls all day long. We used a wiffle ball and plastic bat, invented our own league, the Plastic Ball League, or we called it the PBL, had lineups with players we imagined and would play for hours on end. I also played spool ball in the neighborhood at a friend's house, using a spool as a ball and a broom handle as a bat. Lots of guys in the hood participated in this game. I could name the entire starting lineup and batting order for the Chicago White Sox when they were playing at Comiskey Park in the late 50s and early 60s. I don't know why I was a Sox fan, but perhaps it was because of the exciting baseball they would play with shortstop Louis Aparicio always a threat to steal and that wad of tobacco Nellie Fox always had in his jaw as he tried to move Aparicio over. Baseball is a game which must be enjoyed in person, although I regularly watch the game of the week on black and white TV with Dizzy Dean and Buddy Blattner. Buddy was later replaced by the legendary Pee Wee Reese. I really like the feel of the game and being at the park. It doesn't matter what kind of park, whether it's bleachers and chain link for fencing or the newer stadia costing multi-millions of dollars. Just the smell of mown grass, hot dogs and popcorn and peanuts cooking in the concession stands, and the pop of ball and gloves or smack against a bat has to be experienced empirically to me. As you would imagine, I much prefer the sound of bats made of wood in lieu of metal against the baseball. Dad would also take the whole family to a Nashville Vols minor league game at Sulfordell, where the warning track against the outfield wall was really a raised sort of hill which slowed the outfielder down as he neared the wall, chasing a fly ball to let him know he was close. This was a replication of the outfield at Crosley Field in Cincinnati because Nashville was a minor league team for them. The legendary Larry Munson was the play-by-play voice of the Vols, and, of course, it was a joy to hear him on the radio. The new First Tennessee Park for the Nashville Sounds is located in the same general area as Sulfordell. 
Later, I became a Chattanooga Lookouts fan at the old Ingalls Stadium off 3rd Street and watched so many games there with my family. When they closed it down for minor league baseball and moved the Lookouts to the newer AT&T field next to Highway 127 downtown, we would go there to see games, especially when the San Diego Chicken was in town to entertain. Last year, a neighbor of mine and I went to Atlanta to see the new ballpark there and watch the Braves and the Cubs in a game with R.A. Dickey on the mound for Atlanta still working the old knuckler. He must have been inspired by the statue of the original knuckler in Atlanta, Phil Necro, outside the stadium. It's a beautiful place and easy to get to, believe it or not. I was in a car on Interstate 24 when Hank Heron hit homer number 715, as described by the legendary announcer Milo Hamilton for the Braves. Men Scully had the call that day, too, since the hammer hit it against the Dodgers of Walter Alston. Once referred to as the national pastime, baseball is still popular with me, especially in person. You'll easily get excited about your son or daughter's local games or your grandchildren's, but until you experience a minor or major league game at the ballpark, it's just not the same. A broadcasting buddy of mine says it up this way. You can be a Yankees fan or a fill-in-the-blank fan, or you can be a baseball fan and enjoy the game no matter who's playing in it. Oh, yes, about Abner. My oldest son graduated from the United States Military Academy in West Point, New York, in 1995. On the campus is Johnson Stadium and Doubleday Field, where the 1842 West Point graduate is said to have invented the game while on leave from the military in 1839. So Abner and I go way back.